Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back. It is the Win Daily Show, DFSN. My name is Matt Stryker, and joining me as always, my right-hand man, the Shah, the CEO. Bird, what's going on with you? Not much, my man, not much. Didn't have a great uh, Monday slate. Got Bauer right, but did not get the Reds. I thought they'd do a lot more to Lauer, but they fell short. Houston fell short. Um, not a good night. Ready to get back at it on Tuesday, though. Yeah, let's talk about it. It's Tuesday. It's August the 20th. It's the dog days of Augusto. So looking at FanDuel, looking at the bottom of the barrel in price for pitchers and working our way up, for me, to the new listener, I'm always trying to look for value. So I'll start at the bottom and work my way up as opposed to go to the top and work my way down. And, Jay, first guy I'm seeing at 5,500 will be Brian Johnson. Shook me long, long. Uh, at home to Philly. Uh, do you touch him or no? No, I don't really like anybody in this deep, deep, you know, 5,000 range. All right. So. Um, so there's some guys in the 6,000 range that we can talk about. I think the first guy that I would talk about, I don't see myself playing him. Most likely, I won't hate you to play him. Uh, would be Heaney. I think Heaney and Bundy both flash some upside um, at under 7,000. I would feel Bundy would be the safest of the bunch going against KC outside of that heat in Texas. So I like Bundy as the best value play on the slate. Baltimore could get the win here, and he could go out there and strike out seven of these Royals. Yeah, uh, for me in the value play, like you said, I don't see anything as I move uh, into the seven tier. The first name that piques my interest would maybe be Cole Hamels, uh, the Giants visiting the Cubs, 7,300. What do you think? San Fran has been awakened. You know, their organization, I don't know how they do it. I honestly do not know how they do it. They don't have talent. They barely ever have talent. They win World Series without talent. And now they're fighting for a wild card race. And they've been hitting, you know, these new guys, Ostremski, Dickerson, um, Pilar starting to hit. So it worries me a little bit. I don't, I don't mind the Hamlet's play, but I'd rather take the upside with a guy like Bundy in a weaker matchup versus uh, Casey. Okay, all our listeners all around the world, everyone please tweet Chris Russo. Tweet Jason. He said, the San Francisco Giants, and I quote, have no talent. Don't know how they ever won a World Series, have no talent. Please be sure to tag guys like, I don't know, Madison Bumgarner and Pablo Sandoval and Jay. Buster Posey. Buster Posey. You want to fight Buster Posey? I'm not helping. I will. See, Matt, you didn't read the book. I'm I'm guessing there's a whole chapter about Buster Posey. So maybe before you go to sleep on Monday night, um, you should read that chapter. You'll probably get something out of it because I've lost several hundred thousand dollars or shot at a million dollars due to a Buster Posey situation. So you would fight so him. You should read that chapter. If, if you saw him and he came out, hi, I'm Buster Posey. And you'd be, you would just hit him on the point of the chin. If, if, there was no, if there was no way of repercussions, like of lawsuits. Well, that's what you mean. That's the no, worst no, thing lawsuits, lawsuits. I don't worry about getting oh, beat up lawsuits. by Buster Posey. Okay. But okay. due to what he did to me and my family, by stealing, <laughs> by stealing a base up four runs in the bottom of the eighth at home, Stealing his second base, this is after the injury. I would like to at least kick him in the knee, like just one time, like really hard. I think I think it's it's fair, a fair repercussion to lose millions when you're a multimillionaire. My friends still to this day call me Buster Posey. And for that year, I know I'm rambling at this point, but I know for that year, he was on every commercial 
Like he is like sure. came off the MVP. He was delivering babies. He was yeah, doing yeah. all this random stuff. On it, it was it was Haunted. painful. Painful. Okay, okay, okay. Let, let's bring it back to to, to 2019. Looking at uh, value pitchers. Oh my gosh. Uh, we talked about Cole Hamels. That set everything off at 7300. The next guy here, and I had to look twice, but I thought I, he may have been I, mispriced. Is uh, is Dallas Keuchel seventy eight hundred as the Marlins come a call and I think this is a game Keuchel needs. Keuchel has to have. The Braves have seventy eight hundred is nice. No, I think he ends up being on Fanduel at least. I think he ends up being one of the the top owned pitchers between him yeah. and Aaron Sanchez. They yeah. both got the two, two softest matchups with probably the highest win probability. Atlanta swinging hot bats, um, pretty much securing a playoff spot. Same thing with Houston, but those offenses aren't going to stop. You know, just because they're they're in the playoffs, um, so I think Sanchez and Keiko coming as your two most highly owned pitchers of the slate, and I feel safe with both of them. Um, I would probably give the slight edge, which is kind of crazy to say. I wouldn't be saying this a month ago, but I think Aaron Sanchez has a little bit more safety than Keiko here. Um, how do you rate them two? Say the price were the same. Who would you like in the matchup? You know, Sanchez versus Keiko. Well, the price isn't the same, and that's why. I mean, from seventy eight hundred for Keuchel, then then you move into the eight thousand range, and Sanchez is at the uh, he's second to la- he's second to the top in the eight thousand range on Fanduel. So it's two entirely different pitchers here for me. Do I want to go to the top end of the seven thousand tier with Keuchel against Miami? Much better matchup. Spend less. Spend more on some bats. Or Sanchez at eighty five hundred. So it's a difference of seven hundred dollars. I don't know what I can do with that in bats at home, Detroit. I don't know. I'd have to build lineups with both. How about that? Because in between, I don't like that answer. You got to answer the question. What price? Irrelevant. Price irrelevant. Who scores more points on Tuesday night? Sanchez or Keiko? Keiko. Keiko. He sounded really confident when he said that. Um, no. GPPs. But- now let's talk about a little bit GPPs. We'll throw these two guys in. German versus Oakland. Pineda versus the White Sox. Do you like either of these two guys? German versus Oakland. You like, you Domingo, like Herman, Domingo Herman is at 9,900. You know, I mean, again, I just, I move in tiers and, you know, you want to bounce around and move up and down. We, we totally can. But these questions have to be taken into consideration about how you build your lineups. I like to work in tiers and that's just me. There's a group of guys that are in 7,000. It's why FanDuel prices the way they do. This isn't something I made up. This is what they use. So figure it out. Be smart. There's a group of guys in the 7,000 range. There's a group of guys in the 8,000 range, and so on and so forth. And you look at the top, Kershaw, 12,000. That's the top, 12,3. The bottom's 5,500. So you do your math, and you try to find something in a tier that you feel comfortable that you can go out and build a good lineup. So yeah, ask the these spot, questions. Yeah, the sweet you know? spot is, is obvious for me. It's Sanchez, Keiko. That's where I'm going to make most of my lineups. But for GPPs, you want people who are going to be a little bit highly, you know, off the beat. Mm-hmm. Not highly owned. I think mm-hmm. German and Pineda, you know, in GPPs, you're looking to, to, to hit, you know, perfect lineup. And, you know, sometimes as crazy as, as this sounds, if you get forced into a pitcher that you really like, say he's an expensive guy like Strasburg um, at 10,000, and then it forces you to go with a couple of cheap bats or a cheap stack, it might not be your favorite stack, but it might end up being a winning stack and your best stack because you went cheap because you got forced into it by a pitcher you like and that cheap stack ends up being lower owned and could still have the highest output of the night so that's why you know sometimes you 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 might think you need that value just at at pitcher but 
you can get the value elsewhere. So that's why I think for GPPs, you don't want to put all your eggs in your in one basket. That's why I want to talk about Pineda and German. They're going to be super, super, super low owned. I mean, they're going to be five percent owned Domingo because everybody's going to if they're going to pay that much. Low owned at ninety nine hundred. I don't. Super I think, low owned. Super 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 low owned. You got a fifteen game slate. You got 30 pitchers to pick from, and them too. And 90, so anybody who sees Domingo Herman at 9,900 and then sees him pitch Steven Strasburg for 100 more, everybody and their mother are going to pitch Steven Strasburg. So that's a good point. Herman and Pineda at this 99 and 9,400 range will be totally ruled out. Both of them on Fandle will be less than 10% owned for sure. And Pineda will probably be 6% owned. So there's Jay's uh, expert opinion on how that works, and it's a good opinion, actually. I just want to throw out one thing. For me, if I'm playing a cheapie, I don't mind Brad Keller at 8000 at Baltimore. I think that's definitely a play that I'm going to try to build around. Beyond that, guys like Matt and Archer and Gonzalez and Nola, they don't really entice me. Your point about Strasburg, 100 more than Herman is great, and I really hope listeners take that into consideration because that's, that's huge. Because then from there, you'd try to play Sonny Gray, no. Uh, Bieber against the Mets, I don't know, you're a Metsy guy anyway, but for 11 grand, no. And then Clayton is at home against the Jays at 12 too. So some good points. You want to look at some bats? Yeah, I think just just note, you know, on the top half, I don't like Pineda and German. Uh, if I go in that top tier, I'm ruling out Kershaw, 12-2. Even if Guerrero's out, um, don't really like it too much. Bieber at 11 makes some sense, but I think the guy you want to land on is Strasburg at 10,000. Um, that's going to be your cash game play if you, you don't go with Sanchez or Keiko. Washington has been on fire hitting-wise, so they're pretty much guaranteeing Strasburg to win. He's probably going to come in as the heaviest favorite of the slate outside of Kershaw, and you get a $2,200 discount off of Kershaw. So I think Strasburg is a lock for your cash games, um, and you can make you can make a nice a nice play with him even in GPPs. Yep. All right. So moving on to the bats here, depending on how you went, if you went in a high, kind of the way Jay does, likes to go high, man. And uh, or me, I like to get low and I like to find some value. It depends how much money you have. Uh, let's turn to some bats. So let's just look at the utility players just so we can get a, a better idea for the entire landscape of the day. Mike Trout is at the top, obviously, 4,900. They're at Texas. Could be hot. Does he yoke? Do you spend? Gonna, could be hot. It's definitely going to be hot, man. It's, it's Do you spend be... forty nine hundred dollars on on Mike Trout? But you can't if you spent ten thousand on Strasburg. You can't you still, that, could you? You still can. You still can. You still can. You um, if you go, if you lock, if you lock Strasburg and Trout, um, you're still left over with twenty eight hundred for each player, which is definitely doable. Okay, it's, it's a little annoying, but it's interesting because it's enticing what they do here is they gave you Trout, Yelich, and Belly all at 4900 So you could try to build, you know, independent of number around these three guys. Maybe their matchups are better. I just like Trout at the heat of Texas. Um, yeah, you, maybe can, you, can even, you can even go just so, you know, just to throw it out there because the Angels will be one of your top stacks of the night. They're facing a lefty. They're in the heat in Texas. Um, they had a strong game on Monday. It looks like they're going to throw you know, a weak lefty at them, maybe have some kind of see mixed reports right now. We're doing this late Monday, early Tuesday. It looks like it could be Palumbo uh, to start. Um, he's only pitched two or three innings um, in his last three starts. One time went two innings, seven earned runs versus Cleveland, two innings. Um, um, he, he's not good. You know, He's not somebody who's going to be able to mow down these guys. So you can get a 
a Strasburg, Pujols, Trout Upton lineup, and you still have $2,700 to spend on the rest of your lineup. And the Angels got some cheap guys. They got, you know, whoever they end up rostering at second base, shortstop, and third base, there's going to be one or two guys that are going to be close to min salary, if not min salary. So there's some ways to get some cheap exposure uh, with Strasburg and Trout. Um, the Angels are probably going to be, I would say, one of the top five stacks. I don't know who who you have above them at this point, but he, they're going to be pretty high. Outside of that, we don't really like the matchup in Baltimore and Kansas City. Um, probably going to stay away from the Nats-Pirates game, Archer-Strasburg. But if I was was to lean, these Nationals are hitting, hitting the ball really well right now, so you can keep them on a GPP radar. I wouldn't mind going back. How do you feel about the Reds versus Control? They they burned me on Monday. Can you go back to the well in, in a hitter's park versus Control? I think you always can. If you want to play Aquino, I think he is priced somewhere in the 40. Yeah, he's priced at 4,400. That would be the, the play that I would go. But, I mean, if you have a personal vendetta, then that's the kind of player you are. Go right ahead. Do it with your own money, though. Uh, in that 4,400, I mean, Acuna home to Miami, I think. If I was When you were talking, I was scrolling through. The $4,000 tier is just littered, littered with opportunity. And I'm glad you brought up the point about being able to build a lineup behind Strasburg and a $4,900 guy because now that you told me that, you can really have some fun in the 4,000 tier. I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking down at 4,000 itself. And there are guys, you know, Baez is there, Polanco's there, Escobar's there, so Trey Turner's there, it, uh, Carlos Santana's there against the Mets. So uh, that's where I'm looking. I'm looking in the $4,000 range. Yeah, from a stack perspective, I think the Braves, you know, they've been swinging hot bats. They go against Hernandez. You can get Acuna has been on fire, Albies, Freeman, Donaldson, McCann. But the bottom of that lineup kind of went a little, a little sour. You know, you might have to see – Hecaveria, Ortega, Matt Joyce. The bottom line of them is kind of falling off when Swanson got hurt and a couple other injuries that took place. So their outfield, their infield's gotten a little bit weaker. But the top half of the Braves lineup makes sense. I don't know if I want to stack against Waka or Gio um, in this, you know, what should be a really good game to watch. Cardinals versus Brewers fighting for, you know, a pennant chance. Um, and what I like to do as much as I can when it gets towards the end of the season, you got to play some narratives. Um, you got to see what's going on. You know, there's a reason why the Nats are blowing the doors off. It's because they're fighting for the last playoff spot on the wild card. Um, there's a reason why certain teams are doing well. There's a reason time, a certain reason that you know certain teams are falling off and they're bringing rookies up and they're giving other guys chances in the rotation. And they're going to have a bad end to the season. So if you can target those games where you have teams fighting against teams who aren't fighting, chances are it's going to go one way, and you can kind of predict that. So, you know, maybe the Angels versus the Rangers makes sense. Maybe um, the Cubs and Giants, you know, you, you mentioned you like some of the Cubs versus BD. BD's been pretty good, though, so I don't know if I really want to attack that. Um, how do you feel about the Twins versus uh, Ronaldo Lopez? Well, you always have to go with Twins bats. You like the amount of home runs they hit. And if we want to look for names that maybe we would like to play, uh, who would you like to play here? Who's Long priced properly? Rosario, Kepler, Cruz, Miguel Sano, Luis Ruiz. Kepler's hurt since when? Good day. I saw something. Did he, maybe he did something else. Uh, yeah, Polanco yeah, 4100 is fine. Polanco 4100 is fine. 
Um, Cruz is back. Rosario's there. So no one's yeah, been he- heating so up. Not? Yeah, there's, there's not too many great, you know, overall stack options. Um, you can play the Dodgers versus Reed Foley at home. That makes some sense to me. I don't really like this Diamondback Rockies matchup. You know, two lefties facing off in Arizona. The the Yankees, a team you want to stack usually, are playing in in a pitcher's park in Oakland versus Homer Bailey. Not really all over that. Um, the Astros versus Turnbull might be another spot, you know, to attack. But there's a lot of mediocre pitchers or or good pitchers, and there's some great pitchers on the slate. So there's no real games that I love attacking from a stack perspective. So I think I'm gonna go back to, you know, the Angels being the top stack. I think the the Dodgers coming in probably two. And who do you like for, for your top two? And I'm going to put the Braves as three. Uh, I was actually so captivated by what you were saying. I kind of just fell zoned asleep. out there. Yeah. Not fell asleep, but kind of just zoned out. Uh, looking at stacks here. Yeah, I do agree with you on those Dodgers. Obviously, there would be some Astros bats that you would want to play. Uh, maybe Arizona. Why not? Uh, beyond that, some Atlanta bats, uh, Kansas City and Baltimore. I don't know. I'll see what Hunter Dozier is priced out of, though. Dylan Bundy can strike people out. Twinkie bats. Yeah, those are the things I enjoy. Twinkie bats. All right. Bats. Um, All that's right. pretty much. That's pretty much it for the show. You know, we hope uh, you learned something on the show: how to stack, how to kind of attack some pitchers, what we're looking at. Make sure you check out WindailySports.com. You know, I promise you. In our Slack channel, we're talking about specific lineups, um, late-breaking news from basically from around 11 o'clock in the morning to around 8 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock at night. We're still building lineups. Um, baseball, football, soccer on Saturday mornings, golf on Thursday, NASCAR on Sundays. Um, we got every sport covered. We're, we're adding a lot of products for NFL, so the next time you see the site, within the next couple of days, you will be seeing a lot of updates to the site and, and optimizers coming on board. Um, more data tools. So we're going to try to flutter um, the market with as much information as possible to help you guys out. A lot of people have been joining our Slack channel and our premium memberships, and we thank you all for joining. And make sure that you you know, you know continue to check us out for all the new products we're landing on WindDailySports.com. Matt, I know you're extremely tired. You're an older man, and you got to get some rest. So say goodnight to the guys out there. Hey, good night, everybody. Good luck. Be safe. Have fun. We'll see you over at WindDailySports.com. Later, guys.